All right, it is the Illini Basketball Podcast, episode number 109, and it felt like there was the potential of this episode being an absolute train wreck given the the performance yesterday, but <laughs> uh, Illinois survive in advance, I think is the term that I've heard every single second of the last 24 hours. Um, I think that's what they say. That is what they say. In March, and, uh, that's all that matters, right? Yep. You don't have to win pretty in March, no doubt. Right. Uh, and Illinois played about as bad as they could have, I think, for most they of that game. They definitely didn't win pretty, that's for sure. And I said this many times, this would have been the worst performance by a 13 seed to upset a 4 seed ever. Because Chattanooga was horrible after the first, like, 10 minutes. They were missing shots. Malachi Smith had the worst game of his career. That's um, probably the only reason why Illinois stayed in the game was was as – was because I Chattanooga started off super hot, and then uh, all of a sudden they I think they ended up like three of fourteen after they started off, you know, four of six or ten of six, sixteen or whatever it was. But um, yeah, it was Illinois was lucky to win this one. Um, they I don't know if they didn't come out to play or they just you know couldn't hit shots. I don't really. I don't know what was going on. Um, a lot of the little things went wrong. Yeah, I feel like Chattanooga had a good game plan. Uh, they executed it on Kofi a lot. Um, <clears throat> player of the game, I guess we'll throw that out there. Uh, player of the game for me, uh, and you all can hate me all you want for it. I'm picking Andre Curbelo. So uh, I know that he only had five points, uh, four assists, three rebounds, uh, went three or four from the free throw line. Uh, had some shots that, you know, I probably wish he wouldn't take. Uh, I know he had six turnovers. Uh, I, I feel like the slip really wasn't his fault. Um, the one to Hawkins, that's on Hawkins. Hawkins knows how that offense is supposed to start. Um, and and Hawkins just wasn't ready for the pass uh, for some reason. Um, but, but Illinois was better with Curbelo on the floor. Um, the way that he can see, you know, guys going to the hoop. He, he saw Hawkins twice, I believe, uh, for some nice dunks. And uh, his defense, um, his defense is, is a lot better than Plummer's. Um, so I, I'm going to go with Curbelo. I know a lot of people are, are still hating on him, but uh, they're going to need him for Houston. There's no doubt about that. Okay. Um, I hate to say this. Uh... Do it. Certainly a pander pick by you, in my opinion, but whatever. I don't care. Um, that's whatever. fine. It's not illegal to pick a, a pander pick. Um, <laughs> I just thought Curbelo was a little bit too erratic for me to pick him. I know he's an important part of the team, and it says a lot about the team. They were able to survive this game when he was off, especially I think I think in the second half more than anything, he made some really dumb plays. The first half, he was. I thought he got the offense going, a little spark when he was in there, and he needs to be in there. So I'm surprised he didn't start the second half, but I guess Brad's sticking to his guns. Um, yeah, Brad. Brad's not one to change things. Um, nope. He's also so. not one to really coach very much in the NCAA tournament, but whatever. Um, so that's why I'm really worried about every single game, no matter the matchup in the NCAA tournament sure. at this point. Sure. Uh, I'm going to go with Coleman Hawkins. Uh, I thought his defense – Enormous some yeah. of the putbacks he had on the offensive end. Yeah. Uh, a guy nice who actually wants to rebound. Kofi had to him from yep. two feet away, you know. Kofi airballs a little two footer. as well. <laughs> um, uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, I just I just think that what he did uh, on the on the glass was big time when this the, the biggest thing that I hate about this team right now is how many times we're gonna see the opponent have one guy in the lane 
And Illinois got three or four just standing there looking at the ball instead of boxing out and rebounding. Yeah. It's unbelievable. How the hell do you get out-rebounded by Chattanooga? Yeah. Um, and and it's funny because uh uh Underwood, you know, Illini Twitter put out a video and like the last thing Underwood said was, We're gonna rebound. <laughs> and they don't. They they just, it's, just... It, it's terrible. Um, the rebounding is brutal right now. Um and I and I don't know how you how you get it better. Um, I mean, there were a, a lot of missed shots in this game, so there were a lot of rebounds. Um, but yeah, they, that's the biggest thing moving forward. Uh, were you surprised by the lack of uh, freshmen? Yeah, I, maybe I shouldn't have been surprised. I, I don't think I don't understand why Brad doesn't like this is good experience for them. They should have played at least Melendez and Goody should have played like. Three or four minutes. I mean, why why play them all year long if you're not going to trust them come tournament time? Like, isn't this that is what Brad does? Them? Um, it was funny. I had a buddy text me uh, during the game, and he's like, he said Tyler Underwood would have had 12 statement minutes by now, but we can't throw a freshman in when everybody else is playing really bad. So, well, um, let's put it this way: the one guy that he trusted as a freshman to start in a tournament game was Adam Miller, who left. So that's true. I don't know. I mean, uh, just... Evans in here. Evan, how you doing, man? Uh, he says Corbello is a game changer. Just got to slow down sometimes and take smarter shots, especially in the tournament. I agree a hundred percent. I wasn't happy with a couple shots he took. Yeah, mid range, um, kick your leg, kick your yeah, feet. You know I hate that shot. And... You know I I like my my twelve year old niece said why do you, why does he shoot like that. I mean, Bad. if she if she notices it, you, you think that somebody would tell him. But let me just say this: I got a couple things here, and this is what I was going to say if they lost the game. Number one, the rims in the NCAA tournament at certain sites—I don't know if it's every site—but my God, they're like there's zero give. You have yeah. to have the greatest touch on planet Earth to be consistent with those. And I how agree. the hell does Plumber's three from the corner go like all the way in and then pop out? Yeah, like yeah. these people that do maintenance for this just say, "Oh, let's make sure we make the rims as tight let's, as possible." Let's tighten them up. It's so and, stupid. And why are they plum- using an orange ball that's that orange? First, I don't of know all. why they. It's a brand ball. new ball. Makes it's sense. a brand new Wilson, new model. I don't think I bet most of the teams in this tournament have never played with it before. But right. let's play with it. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah, NCAA sucks. How about branding, you know, money. That's what the NCAA is all about, right? Um, and speaking of Plummer, uh, he had some big shots in the second half. Uh, really got Illinois back in the game. Uh, I think he hit two in a row. Uh, I'm sitting here when we had, you know, 10, 15 people here. And I told, I said, I bet you a million dollars he's chucking it this next time down the court. Uh, sure enough, he did. Uh, at that point, Illinois was down one. I text you. I was not happy with that shot. I, I understand taking the heat check. But when you haven't led the game all day, and and I understand it's plumber, and you, you let him you let him shoot. That's what he does. But why not get it to Kofi and and get a lead and get some momentum? Instead, you miss it. I think Chattanooga came down and scored or whatever happened after that. I don't really care. But it just doesn't make sense to me to take that heat check in that point of the game. I understand if you do it in the first half or whatever. But but when Illinois literally led for 22 seconds of this game, I think – I don't think that's the shot you take, but um, he did have a nice penetration. Um, but Illinois shooting was atrocious. Uh, three is seventeen from three for a whopping seventeen and a half percent. Three from one guy. Yeah, three. That, that's the only one that made one. Frazier zero for five. Demonte zero for two. Hawkins zero for one. Um, 
and Curbelo over one. So uh, two of those were at the end of the half, I believe, though. So I'm, I think Curbelo's was at the end of the half. So not so mad about that one. Uh, 13 for 22 from the free throw line. Um, hack of Kofi is what they were doing. And, you know, Kofi didn't have his best game. Um, 17 points, 13 rebounds, three blocks. Uh, he did have four turnovers. His hands were struggling this game. But uh, he uh, took 11 fouls or whatever you, whatever you call it, um, caused 11 fouls. I think that he got fouled probably 45 times. I mean, yeah. every time down the court, he was getting hammered. And they showed they showed the replay of, like, Kofi struggling. And it's literally guys just hugging him, like putting their arms around him, hugging him, hitting him. Um, he said uh, after the game, he said it was it was it wasn't frustrating. I've been going through that all year, probably my whole career. I think it's just another challenge. This is the NCAA tournament, and things get tough. So I think I think one thing with that is we're not saying you have to call everything, but you got to call something. There's yeah. some brutal misses. Like you'd have yeah. there's things that happen in the first half. He just gets mauled by three different guys, then they go down the floor. They call a weak call on Illinois. You just right, can't do that. Right. And also, Seth Davis might be the biggest idiot on planet Earth other than Rex Chapman, who's even worse. <laughs> it, like, he's saying, oh, now we might see if Kofi's free throw shooting kills Illinois in the tournament. Yeah, That's your takeaway from the game? Well, he, he also, was 5 for 10. He could have been 2 for 10. He also tweeted out something like, uh, one team had Kofi, the other one didn't. It's so stupid. That's, I mean, it's like, it's like you didn't even watch the game. So Illinois uh, was horrible for – 38 minutes and your takeaway is Kofi's free throw shooting. Brant's in here, Pookie. Uh, I was yelling at my TV after the first two minutes on Curbelo changed the game for them. And why does Frazier throw up so many bad shots? Uh, I, I think that Frazier just, I mean, that's kind of when you let him shoot. Um, I didn't think he had that many bad shots. You know, I think Evan's comment about the eyes is legit. I think that's probably an issue. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't look good. about Frazier's eye, yeah. He, he has pink eye, uh, and, yeah, it might be bothering his shooting. Um, and as much as I'd like to say we're not going to see another game where he doesn't have a field goal, I I think that that's a legit possibility, so I don't yeah. know. Uh, Pookie also says, I think Coburn did what he set out to do in this game. He just struggled to get the ball to go down pretty much like everyone else on the team in the first half. Yeah, um, that, that was the thing, right? I mean, Illinois just came out cold, like ice cold, like six points through 12 minutes cold. Um, well, the rims have no give. That makes it even harder for yeah, Kofi. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Hopefully this is this is bad game. You know, move on. Um, you know, we I guess when you talk about DeMonte a little bit, I, I don't know if DeMonte should be playing much. I mean, what, I don't know what he did. Um, I don't think he did anything. Maybe he maybe his anything? defense was and I think his defense was good, which do you not is, think, he also got you, beat a lot. Yeah, but do you not think having like like another offensive threat would be like an RJ Melendez who can play defense? He's long, he's athletic, and he can play defense. Yep. To to have a guy that can can get downhill and get to the hoop. I mean, I mean, Brad Underwood said it himself earlier this season that he's one of the guys that he can trust to get to the basket and to just just forget about him. I mean, he played Granderson for nine minutes. I, I, I assume that he's not fully healthy. He didn't look healthy. He's I actually forgot that he was back. 
Um, during one point, I'm like, oh, yeah, Grandison's back. I think we're learning his importance on the team. I think it makes a difference on both ends at certain points. I think the offensive flow, I think he is a guy who can create that with his cutting and ability to get it into Kofi. Yeah, is Kofi injured? He seemed flat-footed. I don't think he's injured. I think he was exhausted. I mean, you, you go down there and you just take pounding after pounding. I think you're just exhausted. But he did leave some some shots that he usually makes short um, from close range. So, as far as I know, he's not injured. Unless <clears throat> Illinois is keeping that under lock and key. What did you think of Payne? I thought he had good minutes, uh, all four of them. Wasn't his worst. I thought BBV had one terrible minute, so I'd rather have Payne in there. I got a buddy that that wants to play uh, play everybody but Kofi, so um, he thinks that Illinois plays better without Kofi. I think there's legitimacy to that if Illinois had a real five. Well, I saw I saw a video last night, Field of 68 stream. I think this is a good point. Number one, the brand of basketball that the Big Ten plays – is not the brand of basketball that typically wins in the tournament anymore. It doesn't because it's all about bigs. It's all about physicality. A lot of these top teams now are high-flying, offensive teams, smaller, small ball teams. Yeah, I think that's legit. And I think if Illinois didn't have Kofi and they had somebody else to five, uh, let's say Dane Danger at the five, I think that they would be more successful in the tournament, possibly, depending <clears throat> on matchups. They'd be less do, successful in the Big Ten. Do, and and I can understand his thinking on that. You know, like Illinois could could play, you know, with more flow. But I don't feel like Illinois plays with flow even when Kofi's not on the court. I, I wouldn't mind, like, especially against this team, to just see Hawkins play the five. Yeah. Um, you know, and instead of bringing in uh, pain for him, you know, just, just have Hawkins at the five. He could have handled whoever they had down there. It's not like they're bigs were that good um, and they were mostly in foul trouble the whole time. Um, but I, and then I tweeted out last night about the, the fouls that Johnny Davis gets are, are far and above weaker than every foul call Kofi gets. So what's the reasoning behind that? If, if a foul is a foul, whenever, then why did, why does Kofi get refereed like he does? Because the officials, don't want guards to get beat up down there when they go in there, yeah. and it's stupid. Uh, Evan said, would love to see a little bit of RJ with Hawkins and Kofi to help with rebounding. Houston is really good at rebounding and getting second chances. Yeah, that's going to be the biggest The biggest thing is is rebounding. Um, I, I mean, to, to not throw RJ out there, can you even trust him in the next game? Do you even give it a, an opportunity? I mean, he's got to play. <laughs> I know Demonte tries to rebound a little bit, but he's just yeah, he's not tall enough. Yeah. Um and Demonte, I mean, he had six. Uh Kofi, of course, with 13. Hawkins had eight. Um, and then you got, you know, Plummer and Frazier with two apiece, Curbello with three, and Grandison with two. So um, I don't know who else you get out there to to rebound. I guess RJ. Um, but uh, Pookie says, what it was nice to see during the game was that they didn't give up, even if they were only able to grab the lead for the first time with only 20 seconds, seconds, 26 seconds left. Absolutely. I mean, that that is the thing about this team fights. Um, you know, even though even though their shots weren't falling and Chattanooga started off making everything, their defense, I mean, it stepped up late in the game. Um, you know, Hawkins had, had the play of the game, even though uh, Smith had a wide-open shot. I, I, and Curbelo got his hand up in his face. But, man, if that, you know, would have fell, devastating. But, you know, 
good to eat. They held Smith the four of 20 shooting. I mean, that's, yep. that's Johnny Davis numbers. So, yep. um, I don't know. You, you, you survive, you move on. Um, they said Underwood said afterwards to uh, Chattanooga's coach that they played better than us. And Obviously. the only difference was that uh, we had more points than them after the game. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, so, it, it's not how you want to open up, but I feel like I feel like having an off game and still winning it could help and help you know the next game and yeah, hopefully the next game. But um, they got to understand that that you can't you can't play from behind the whole time. What was the buzz with the whole Underwood Whitman exchange in the tunnel? Like I don't like people were like it doesn't look like Underwood wanted to hug him. I don't really see. Uh, they looked like they hugged and then they literally walked very arm weird. in arm together. Very um, weird that people were analyzing in that form. Maybe it was <laughs> K-State fans disguised as Illinois fans. I don't know. I I had the, the buddy that thinks that Kofi shouldn't play also said that if Illinois would have lost this game, Underwood would have left. So I, I could have seen it. I don't know. <laughs> there's talks out there. So uh, I don't know. you know, I think that there's two things that are going to be working against him now, which is the NCAA being stupid enough to F us with the schedule again. <laughs> right. Uh, and then I just think Houston's better right now. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a really hard matchup. Yeah. Houston played good, but, uh, you know, surviving in advance. We move on to Houston uh, tomorrow, 11-10 tip time. So basically the same time that uh, Baylor and North Carolina that just got over eight hours later. Yeah. Um, so, so on to Houston, we go, we beat Chattanooga, right. And we move on. Yep. So Houston hard matchup. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think that they've had the regular season that they were expected to. I mean, they lost Tremont Mark. They lost Marcus Sasser. And then last year, obviously losing Quentin Grimes and Dijon Jerobe. This is a team that still has guys that got to the final four last year. Um, their metrics are spectacular. Uh, I think that without those metrics, they would not be a five seed. Right. Despite the right. fact that they're 30 and five right now, uh, yeah. but they, they, they defend hard. Like you said, rebounding, they're very good at. Um, so this is a very, very difficult matchup. They're fourth in the country in offensive rebounding percentage. So that's a problem. Eesh. Ninth in yeah. the country in block percentage. So that's an issue. Yeah. Um, they're, they're good, but Hey, they're in a bad conference. Lost to Wisconsin early in the season and those games that don't matter. But yeah. Yeah, that was uh I think that was a situation where um Sasser had a bad game. Mark was was, you know, he's okay. Yeah. Uh I think that the big thing there was Johnny Davis was playing way better at that point than he was in the um in the Big Ten. I mean he had thirty and he was yeah. ten for eighteen from the field, so yeah, uh, Pookie said, I would like to not see Hawkins' inner child come out again on the court. He needed to sit down a few minutes and cool off. Um, yeah, I, so so I, I got an argument with one of my buddies that when he, when he fouled, fouled for 97 feet away from the basket, that wasn't a foul. He, he literally smacked that ball. Um, he did it very aggressively, and I'm sure the refs just wanted to cool tensions. But that wasn't a foul. I, I'll I'll go to my grave with that one. That wasn't a foul. So, but yeah, uh, Coleman. That's that's one thing about Coleman. He's very he's very energetic, but he's also a crybaby. Um, we we had a had a watch party for some tournaments uh, with our NCAA one, and he was on my top five crybaby list. So, yep. 
anyways, back to Houston. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a you know size wise, I think they do match up. Yeah, pretty well. Um, I mean, Josh Carlton, I believe, is a transfer from UConn, 6'11", 245, plays the five. Um, Fabian White, 6'8", 230. So I'm assuming they go Carlton against Kofi, White against Hawkins, and then you have Jamal Shedd, who's 6'1", 190. That's probably a plumber matchup. Yeah. Uh, Tage Moore, Taze Moore, how the hell do you pronounce his name? (laughs) He's a stud, though. That'll be DeMonte's guy, and then I'm assuming you go – Trent against Kyler Edwards. Kyler Edwards transferred from uh, from Texas Tech. Six for eight from three last night. Nine of uh, nine of fifteen from the field. Legit, great defender. Um, and the thing is, though, yes, he had twenty five points, but also UAB has nobody to match up with him. Right, right, and that's a, a lot of people were were trying to pick this as a as a five twelve. I didn't really see it. Um, I did say that I was more worried about Chattanooga than I was Houston. I, I might retract that a little bit. Um, this feels like a classic case of one team, one team that was so bad in their first round game, the other team that was so good, then the team that was so bad somehow wins. Yeah. It feels like that. I'm not going to yeah. pick it that way. But also, <laughs> let's just say this. UAB's backcourt is 5'11 and 6'2. So, yeah. I mean, and then you have Houston's pretty much 6'4 and 6'1. And then you add the third guard, 6'5. So it's like – it's, I don't think Houston's going to make shots the way that they did last night, right. but it's still an issue, and uh, they're obviously well coached. And uh, you know, it's not an easy matchup. It's it's a matchup. Out of all the five seeds, I would have probably rather played St. Mary's the most. Probably, um, yeah. St. I, Mary's is very efficient, though. Yeah, you know? that's, um, that would be a problem for sure. I, th- I think that that their efficiency would kill Illinois. Um, I, yeah, you you gotta you gotta play good defense, right? I mean, that's what Illinois has been doing a lot this year. Um, you gotta shut down Edwards. Uh, I, I think Kofi can have a game. Um, we'll see how Houston comes out and defends him if they if they double him, um, if they try to let you know Carlton handle him himself. Um, they got. Uh, uh, another guy that comes off the bench, right? Uh, uh, Cheney. Yeah, Cheney. Um, so uh, it'll be interesting how they handle him, um, you know, and it'll be interesting how this game's officiated. I mean, if they if they let Houston do what Chattanooga did, um, Kofi's going to have a hard time again. So uh, if they do double him, you got to hope that the guys can hit threes. Um, I know Frazier had a super off night. I wouldn't say Plummer had a great night. Um, and, and maybe DeMonte needs to knock down a couple for you. They don't uh, even really guard DeMonte anymore. Like, I don't no. think any team does. No, um, and that's why DeMonte's man is usually the guy that slumps and helps with Kofi. Um, but I feel like Kofi, every time he had the ball, he had, what, three guys on him um, last night. So, uh, they, they just – you just got to be better. You get you got to want it. Um, this if they, if they start like they did against Chattanooga, against Houston – They'll be down 30 in the first 10 minutes. So yeah. um, it, it's just one of the, you know, survive in advance, move on, uh, and go beat the crap out of the kooks. So. This is a revenge game for Bruce Weber. Yeah. This, this game is for Bruce Weber. That's right. Um, you know, the committee's good at setting Illinois up with uh, weird matchups. So, um, hey, I wouldn't put it past TCU to, you know, push Arizona to the limit. Arizona didn't look great last night, did they? No, they they were up first, like nine. They were yeah. up like nine 
I didn't really watch the second half, and then just complete them and Gonzaga both have another gear that they go to. But the, right. I think this year right. more than any tournament, the one versus eight or nine matchups are fascinating, and North Carolina is proof of that. Yeah, they just beat Baylor. I think Memphis can push Gonzaga because Memphis has so much talent. I think if Jalen Duran stays out of foul trouble, he can handle Drew Timmy. And what does Drew Timmy not like? Physicality. True. And they can do that to him. Yeah. So that's the matchup there. And then obviously uh, Kansas Creighton, which is about to start now. I mean, <laughs> Creighton's too short-handed. I don't are think you, they have a chance. Are you, are you upset we didn't do our NCAA one? I mean, it sounds like you really want to talk about all this. Um, you know, it's cool. I, we I can think do I, it after this if you want. I think I think we've I think I think we've done done a good enough job. I think okay. that we're going to talk a lot about it on Monday probably if we do a yeah. show Monday. So yeah, all right. Um, I just want to yeah, check. You know. so. Yeah, I think let me just say this. Okay. The, <laughs> The the idea of conferences being overrated or underrated, yeah, in the tournament, I I don't think we can put too much stock in everything. I I don't matchups matter so that. much. Yeah, like Notre Dame played an Alabama team that lost their second best scorer mm-hmm. early in that game. Yeah, and it's an Alabama team that doesn't have the guys they had last year. They don't defend very well. Herb right. Jones was an elite defender last year. Josh Primo was another guy who's you know solid defender last year so that's the thing with the acc the big 10 the big 12 that whole thing yeah i i can't i just the pac-12 last year was the same thing everybody thought the conference stunk then ucla gets the final four oregon state gets the elite eight it's a one-off so if, if north carolina gets the elite eight notre dame gets the final four it's the same thing yeah um i guess the biggest thing here i i hope the guys want to get brad to the sweet 16 he's never been there uh he's had he's had the chances um, they, they know what it's like playing in the, in the second game of this. So I hope they can, uh, I hope they can do it. Uh, Pookie said, I think we match up well with Houston, but we'll have to play better in the first 10 minutes. They won't get away with that again. I agree. Um, and I, I agree to start in the second half too. Um, letting Chattanooga go on a seven Oh run when he got the game back within four. Uh, I thought Illinois was dead. Honestly, and I mean they pretty much were. They, they just you got to have a little luck, right? Um, and and to go back to that game, everybody that's saying, "Oh, it's because of the non-goaltending call," well, they missed the goaltending call before. So let's just let's just back off of that one, okay? Uh, Evan said this might be a bad take, but I think Kofi needs to be a little bit more dramatic when getting fouled. Yep. That might force the refs to actually call more fouls. He plays so strong and hard, it's hard to notice. I agree. Um, you know, you, guys that get calls are are usually floppers. So, um, you know, you look at Ivy and and uh, what's that? Can't see it. And uh, Johnny Davis. Those guys fall on the floor a lot. Just saw this tweet. Add a baby, Andre. And then. Uh... He interrupts to see if he can ask a question, points to a reporter. Are you typing without looking? The reporter said, yeah, it's like you make a no-look pass, tips an imaginary cap. Now, this guy down here, Phil, chasing it with a turnover, question mark. Jeez. Come on, Phil. Come on, Phil. The hell? What is that? Iowa State fan is what Phil Pookie, have a good one. Thanks for stopping by, buddy. So this is the uh, – this is the uh, – Eric Gordon, Steve. What's up? Is that is that what this is? Yeah, Eric Gordon. Um, You know, that's a Illinois. Bruce Weber gets punished for being you know above board and legal. You know, that's what (laughs) happened. But uh, you know, yeah. Just get Uh, it done. You know, just predictions. Ready for him? 
Are we are we ready? You've got more to talk about. I'm I'm down for whatever. I'm here all day, buddy. I think we're ready. All right. Uh Steve, go ahead and throw your prediction in. Um, because I know you like to predict. Here we go. Our predictions. All right. I knew you were gonna pick them. <laughs> I knew you were gonna pick them. I got Illinois winning 78-75. Um, I think it's gonna be a close game. I'm thinking that Illinois is gonna shoot a little bit better than 17% from three. I think they will, uh, yeah. So uh, you know, Kofi, some kickouts, uh, get get the the shooters some open shots and uh knock them down. Uh Illinois wins it. It's gonna be a tight one, it's gonna be a good one. Um, but I think Illinois pulls it off and gets Brad to the sweet sixteen. I think the biggest thing that one of the biggest things that's working in Illinois' advantage when you have a veteran coach like Kelvin Sampson, time to prepare is huge. He had a lot of time to prepare for UAB and they killed him. Yeah. Less time with this game, yeah. unfamiliar teams here. Um, we'll see. I mean, it didn't matter last year with Porter Moser, but uh, <laughs> I don't. I think that the, I think that there's more ways for Illinois to win this year than last year. And I think if you shut down one thing, uh, I think Illinois has a little bit better of a chance just because they shoot the ball so much better now. Yeah. That like last year they weren't as good shooting the three. Miller was inconsistent. They didn't have a plumber. Um. And, you know, whatever. So, I don't know. Uh, apparently, we don't look like basketball fans. Uh, 71-63, Houston, fans. Houston wins. It. Houston wins 71-63. I can't pick this team after last night. I can't. I know Ouch. I've been trying Ouch. to believe in them all season, but I don't see it. Ouch. I really, really hope I'm wrong. Uh, and if I'm not, then I will take the fall for this team. Steve has a line I plus five, he hopes. <laughs> so, um yeah, I know. I mean, I just hope they come out and play better uh, than they did. Uh, interesting. The committee still sucks at seeding teams. Uh, the five seed it, it started open at a two and a half point favorite. I think they're they've moved a four and a half point favorite. I think that might be good for Illinois because that means a lot of money is going to Houston, and Vegas doesn't like to lose. So, um, <clears throat> might have Vegas on our side on this one. So, uh, yeah, kind of like uh, you know. The 11 seed in Michigan is a one point favorite. Good job, boys. Uh, yeah, we don't look like uh, basketball fans. I don't think the committee even tried this year. I really don't. I don't <laughs> even think they tried. Wrote it in. They're it's like, actually hey, embarrassing. Be happy we're having tournaments with fans, guys. So, yep. But yeah, uh, back to watching some more basketball. We got uh, Creighton up too. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll do for us. Episode 110. I guess depending on what happens, I think if yeah. they lose tomorrow, we just rip the Band-Aid off, get react, it out of the way. Yeah. I, Maybe I do agree. the same if they win. I don't know. Um, yeah. but Why not Sunday? Episode 110 coming tomorrow, win or lose, and it should be interesting regardless. So yeah. we'll see you then. Go and Illini. Go Illini.